Welcome to the Swim Swam Podcast. I'm your host, Coleman Hodges. Joining us today, she is the winner of the Miss California U.S. Nation Beauty Pageant in 2022. She is the winner of the Miss Ambassador U.S. Nation Beauty Pageant in 2022. She is a sophomore at San Jose State University and a member of the SJSU swim team. Today, we're sitting down with Andrea Dregoy. How's it going? Hello, Swim Swam. Thank you so much for having me. It's going great, and I'm really happy to be here talking to you. to be here talking to you as well. You have made waves in and out of the pool in your (laughs) just over one year uh, in the United States at San Jose. So first off, uh, you most recently won the Miss Ambassador US Nation Beauty Pageant. Can you tell me a little bit about the prestige of this pageant, what it means to win and how you prepared for this specific pageant? For this specific pageant, I would say I prepared also in the water because I see sports as something that prepares you for life in general, not only competing. It teaches me to be self-determined, have confidence, manage my time and my emotions, which is what I did on stage for the pageant, which helped me a lot. It helps me control my feelings, the way I speak to people. And when you're on stage and you have the interview questions, you have to maintain your breathing answer properly and try to not get too excited and think through it and I think it's a great opportunity for me and I loved being there I think pageants teach young women and older women as well to have self-respect to motivate others to inspire others and as well as like find what makes them unique and what their voice means to other people that was a great answer. <laughs> it's it's all coming together now in, in it, just in one answer. You were like, well, I control my breathing. You have great cardio as a swimmer. Yeah. So even, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember every time I would have like a modeling photo shoot, the photographers are telling me, are you not breathing? I'm like, I am, but it looks like you're not because I'm like effortlessly just giving my breath. And you're like, how don't you get tired? I'm like, I'm a swimmer. all coming together now. Yeah, that that makes total sense. Um, So how did you get into modeling? You've been a swimmer for a long time, and and I'm going to ask about this next, but uh, this modeling and and beauty pageants are fairly new for you. Um, tell Tell me the origin story. I started modeling in 2019 over the summer. It was right before me moving across the world to study here in the United States. I started in Romania. I went to an agency. I signed up and then I did a modeling course with them for one month and they taught me everything I know. And after that, I continued having photo shoots, going on TV shows for them, going for modeling uh, runways for Beaker's Fashion Week as well and having different like collabs with different brands and was really fun and I loved it a lot and I did not want to stop I remember the first time I started it uh telling my parents 
my mom was like, oh, yeah, I'm happy for you. My dad was not so happy. He was like, okay, but you have to be careful. Like, I don't trust uh, people in this industry. And I get it. Like, he was scared for my safety, especially for, like, girls, young girls. It's, like, really bad sometimes. And um, I was like, dad, I'll be careful. Like, you can trust me. I know how to take care of myself. And I proved him wrong. And uh, he is, like, proud of me right now that I'm doing it. And um, I had my mom's support for a long time now, and I'm really thankful for that. After that, I started pageants in USA, and I think it's going pretty well. Like, I never thought I would start pageants. Like, when I first went to modeling, it was for fun over the summer. I was like, what else do I have to do for summer? I had no school. I only had swimming. I was like, I want to have less free time rather than going out with friends. I would rather invest the time that I had in myself. And I think it was all worth it. Uh, it would you say you identify as a swimmer? I mean, obviously you're swimming at a D1 college team, uh, but it seems like this modeling beauty pageant is really becoming a part of you as well. Um, how long have you been a swimmer? What is the origin story on that side of you? I started swimming at the age of six years old. So I've been swimming for 14 years, 14 years now. And I would say swimming is the biggest part of my whole life because I've been doing it for a lifetime now. Like it's been there every day for me and it's been my escape. Every time I'm in the water, I feel like I'm escaping the reality. And it helps me focus on what I have to do in the water. And it helps me grow as a person and as an athlete. And I value athletes a lot. And I think uh, they're really powerful and really strong. And I'm proud to be one. Did you play other sports at all growing up? I mean, did, or did you just yeah. take to swimming and, and that was your sport? No, my childhood was crazy because my mom loved sports. She couldn't have done sports when she was young because it wasn't so famous back in the days. And she was like, no, you have to go do this. You have to go do this. You have to go do the other sport. You have to try them all out and see which one you like the most. I was like, okay, whatever you say. <laughs> and then I went to swimming. I went to track and field. I did two types of dances and ballet. And then I had to quit dances and I continued with ballet and swimming and track and field. And I remained with track and field and swimming because I had, I quit it because of the time, like it was impossible to do all five at the same time. And then I slowly cut them off and remained with the ones I liked the most. I remember I loved ballet a lot, but my professor, she was really we were young we were small little kids and she was really rough with us she was old and she was grumpy all the time and she would make us cry and then <laughs> I would tell my mom and then she'll be like okay fine let's not take you there anymore <laughs> so I stopped going there and uh, then I balanced track and field and swimming really well because they were kind of helping each other since they're both endurance sports and they help your cardiovascular levels and aerobic levels really well. I thought I was doing track and feel more of on the side so that I could improve my swimming performance. And it went amazing for a couple of years. And then uh, swimming practices started to uh, increase in level of intensity and duration and I was like okay I think this is enough and I cut track and field as well because I started lifting like weights and it was more of a improvement yeah 
so, so you grew up in Romania, you grew up swimming in Romania and one of your former teammates, I guess, current teammates, when you come home is David Popovich, the current yes, world right. record holder. Uh, what was it like growing up with David? Was he always <laughs> as skinny? I don't think he's skinny. I think he's strong. And growing up with him was really fun because he's a funny teammate. He would always make jokes. He would always like make fun of anything he would possibly think of. He would joke with the trainer. But once we start a swim set, he is like the leader. Like he knows what he has to do. And he, I was admiring him a lot. And I'm proud of everything he accomplished. And I think it's crazy. And he's way to go. Like, love that for him. And it's really like I knew him since he was a little child. He used to have long hair and everyone would call him uh, Kahuna. And it was his nickname. And he was just he's amazing like he even now he's like modest he's not oh I'm he didn't get cocky at all from all his like uh, achievements and I think that's really rare especially at such a young age and I think uh, his parents are doing a really good job I I I could not agree more I was I've been so impressed with him every time we've spoken I mean you can tell just his demeanor comes out in, in that way. Yeah. And um, it's it's really a sight to see. Also, the first time I spoke with him personally, he still had the big kahuna long hair, which really? I loved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Now he cut it. It's a new look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the new the new David. Um, so did you train with his coach, Adrian, as well? Yeah. Uh, Adrian Radulescu and Yulia Becero were like partners as well as uh Yulia's husband Catalin Bequero and they would all be a team and we will all we would all train together with them and then uh later in the years David and Adrian kind of like uh went their own way but still collaborate collaborate with Yulia and he would like have more individual trainings with him but I trained with both of them okay uh, I'm I'm just a little curious as to what your training looked like uh, just growing up in Romania with that club team. Um, you know, were you yeah. a high high meters? Did you do 10k per workout? Yeah. Was it more like five? What did that look like for you? Yeah, it was crazy. It was 10k the most per workout. We used to swim around 7k on average every single practice. Practices were two hours long and we would have Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday doubles, Wednesday and Saturdays only once. And then uh, I would do weights three or four times a week. Other uh, people would do four or five times. I couldn't because I was at an international high school. So I had a lot of studying going on compared to like other athletes, which were going to like athletic school where uh, they could miss school to be at practice. So I had to like balance it out and it was, it started like smoothly and then it went uh, more and more and more complicated and more volume, more meters swimming. And I think we swam a lot. And now in the States, it's way different. It's more uh, focused on technique, less volume and faster pace somehow. It's more anaerobic rather than aerobic, how it used to be at home. Do you prefer that? I prefer both. I feel like for me as an athlete, 
it helped me a lot having that aerobic base, which I had and still helps me now, that I built at my own club team at home with Yulia Vecchero and Adrian. And now as an anaerobic athlete, like trainings are really different and it took me a while to adjust with them. I thought this they were like really short, one hour 30. I'm like, what is this? Like, is this the warm up? Like, it was really hard for me to get used to it. And it was a change in everything. But I think both of them are really beneficial. It's it's depending a lot on how you view them and your perspective as an athlete. Because you can be all negative and be like, yeah, this is not helping me. This is not helping me improve my performance. Or you could be, this will help me improve my technique. This would help me improve my underwaters. If I have good underwaters, I'll be faster. If I have this, I'll improve in my butterfly. Like, I think it's all mindset and believing your coach and believing what you're doing that will allow you to succeed in the future. What events do you train for primarily at, at San Jose now as a college athlete? Uh, primarily, I do fly, mostly two fly and one fly. And I used to do IM, but I got injured. And right now I cannot do breaststroke anymore. And it's been a really, really rough time. Like I was crying a lot because of it. Like, Breaststroke and I am were my favorites as a child, and now I'm not able to do it because I tore my ligaments in my knees, both of my knees. One happened after quarantine, and the other one happened last year, my freshman year, in my other knee. And I was like, what is this? Like, what did I do wrong? And it's been a process, and now I'm trying to change from I am to implement it with freestyle rather than only fly. But yeah. My condolences are, is that, do you think I am in breaststroke was something you'll be able to return to in the future? Or is, are you trying to transition more out of that so that you don't have to put as much pressure on your knees? I've been trying because I miss it a lot, but both of my doctors said I should not because it's, uh, in one of my knees, it's fully torn and in the other one is partially. And if I force it, it might they're apart and they're like you should not you should not you should not and it's a decision I have to make because every time I try doing more breaststroke at practice it starts hurting the next day and then I cannot train not even butterfly so it's all up and down Gotcha. um my condolences injuries are never fun especially certainly as an athlete right when performing and training is kind of part of your daily routine and part of your ethos. But, um, going back a little bit, uh, you just came off your mid season invite. You missed a beauty pageant to be at the Mizzou invite with San Jose state. Uh, how did that go for you? For Mizzou, it went pretty well. I wanted a bit more from myself and I wanted to do a little bit better, but for where we are right now in the season, I think it was decent and I know where I have to work on again and to further improve my performances for the competition we will have at in the end of the season. Yeah. Just from a team perspective, uh, what was mid-season like for San Jose, just getting to travel? Yeah. to a much I, colder place <laughs> i know it was a lot colder from california we were the only like tanned team from coming from the sunny area they were like how are you so tan we're like oh we're from california and then they were so shocked that we flew all the way to colombia and 
as a team, we had a lot of fun. I feel like we're a really bonded team and we support each other a lot. And I'm really happy that we are like this and that we have this team dynamics because I look around and not all of the teams are like this. And I have friends from Romania that also go to colleges in uh, USA and they are telling me about their like team dramas. And I'm like really thankful for our team. And I think the competition as a team went really well. We pushed each other. We doubled our points from last year to this year. And I think we're evolving as athletes and as persons as well. Yeah, double points never seems like a bad thing. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah. Thanks. That's awesome. Um, I I just put two and two together. I, I kept saying San Jose State. So you're in San Jose. You're in the Bay Area. I'm just curious. Uh having lived there myself for just a short period, what, what is it, what has it been like for you going from living in Romania, which I have no context of, I know nothing about to living in the Bay area in the U S have you been to Europe? I've been to Europe. It's not Romania. Yeah. Uh, it's really different. The culture is different. The food is different. The way of living is really different back home in Romania. We have like four seasons here. It's, mostly summer all the, all the time which I'm really happy for like when I first heard about California I was like oh I wish I was living there ever since I was young and now I'm living my dream literally and I wake up every day and I see the sun I see the palm trees I'm like thankful to go to practice thankful to go to school I'm really happy to be here sometimes I do miss home because it's really far away it's a 26 hour flight with layovers and it's a really long way to go <laughs> but I think they're both unique and they both have their own like beautiful things about it. Mm -hmm. I, fair enough. Yeah. I, I have heard good things of, are you from Bucharest? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, it, I feel like it, it's a, it would be a cool place to visit. Didn't they host world junior championships not too long ago? Yeah, they just did because they opened the new swimming uh complex and it's really really cool the pool is beautiful and i'm very happy they were working on it for a really long time and they finally opened it and everyone is so excited about it because it's the prettiest pool right now of romania nice have you gotten to swim in it no because i was here <laughs> gotcha <laughs> okay but i i don't know hopefully soon yeah um so you get to college where i'm going to transition back to modeling and beauty pageants. So you get to college to study and swim. Um, you had already done some modeling in Romania. So I, I, the, the daily life of a D one athlete is already pretty busy. Um, so what inspired you to continue on this modeling trajectory and pursue it in the United States, having to adjust to both school and swimming at, at a D one program as well? Yeah, even though the D1 athlete life is really challenging, you barely have free time and you almost all the time feel tired, exhausted. Uh, sometimes you have less lack of motivation. I didn't want to give up on my dream. I didn't want to give up on trying to pursue my passions and my habits, no matter what I have going on. If I have many schools, uh, school exams, if I have many practices or literally zero time for myself I still wanted to push myself and find that time in order to 
uh, have three things going on at once, have modeling, have school, and have the athletic life, swimming. And I just did not want to give up, and I wanted to push myself even more and be the best version of myself in all three of them because I feel like all three aspects, like modeling slash beauty pageants, are the stuff that makes me who I am today. So uh, you said it, I mean, really beautifully before, but I'd like to go a little more in depth. Um, just what have you gained from modeling? What do you feel like you gained from it in Romania? And then how do you feel like that's escalated even more in the U.S. now that you're doing pageants as well? From modeling, I learned how to be brave in front of people. I learned how to have confidence and how to be happy in my own skin and try to block the negativity. And then from pageants, on the other hand, I feel like I learned even more because for pageants, you have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to communicate really well. You have to be strong. You have to have a really strong mindset and a really good game plan. And I feel like these are all are really good aspects that would help me in life, no matter what I do or where, or where I go. So can you tell me about your first pageant in the U.S. and how you feel like you've grown since then? Yeah. My first pageant in the U.S. was for me, San Jose. It was a local one right where I live. And it was a very new experience to me. I was like, wow, so this is how pageants are? Because I only used to look at pageants on TV shows or online on Instagram, like I would not pay too much attention to them. So I would be like, oh, wow, these girls are really doing this. I could have never seen myself doing it. So that's why I started doing pageants, because I was like, why be afraid of something rather than going over that fear and overcoming the fear and uh, proving yourself wrong and seeing that you can actually do it. And that was me for my first pageant. I was like, I finally did it. I was so pleased with myself and so happy no matter the result. And then when I found out when they called us, when I got the call that I wanted, I was like, no way. Like I was afraid my whole life for this. And now I'm doing it. Like I was extremely pleased with it. How many, do you know how many other contestants or participants there were in that one? Uh, in that one, no, because usually local ones are uh, mostly based on interviews and you don't really see other uh, contestants. And then oh, for the state one, it's everyone is on stage, everyone is competing against each other, everyone hears your interview, everyone hears other people's interview. It's more competitive. So, so I from... would say, yeah, I would say the first one was more of a warm up and more of an experience for me to see what I have to do, what I have to improve on and what pageants are really about, because I had no clue compared to other girls. So then uh, from Miss San Jose, did you go directly to Miss California? Yeah, the requirement for you to be able to compete for Miss California is to have a local title. So I competed with uh, or all of the local girls that won their local title. And I thought it was a really wonderful experience because I learned so many new things from every single girl. I thought every one of them was unique in their own way and everything they were doing in their own life was something I could learn. 
and not just oh yeah you're doing this like who cares like uh as some girls are really they don't really care and they don't want to learn they're only there for winning I'm there for improving who I am as a person for learning everything from everyone and trying to expand every like possibility and chance that pageants give me yeah, I, I've never, I'm I'm in the boat that you were before this, right? I've only seen pageants on TV or only heard about them. They come off as fairly superficial. Yeah. I didn't know much about them. And so I've never heard modeling or pageantry uh, talked about in this light before where it is about self-improvement and it is about showing others that they can walk confidently and proudly with who they are as well, which is just really wonderful <laughs> and a really, yeah. really cool thing. Um, so then from Miss California, did you go to Miss Ambassador? Yeah, for Miss US Nation. From Miss okay. California, I went to Miss US Nation. And for Miss US Nation, I would say I was, I improved a lot in the pageant community and theory. And I learned a lot from Miss U.S. Nation Ambassador because I realized pageants are not what people think. They're not superficial. It's more of the inner beauty of a person and it's more of doing something better for this world. And it's more about having a strong voice as a woman, as a leader. It builds leadership and it builds trust and also character, which are really important aspects to have in this world and with pageants you can change a lot and you can create your communities and you can inspire people you can promote education you can promote uh doing sports for people with disabilities for example you can literally do anything because pageants allow you to have a louder voice so for miss us nation uh, can you take me through what the competition looks like as in, you know, what, what categories are there or, or what, what do you do <laughs> to compete and to ultimately win as you did? Yeah, there are four categories. It's Miss Little Princess, I think the first one, it's for little girls and then it's mm -hmm. Miss Teen and then it's Miss and then four seniors. And the, uh, the pageant first starts with interviews. Every single girl goes through an interview in front of six, seven judges. Every single judge asks her one question and then they rate how she answers and how she talks to them and how presentable she is in front of them. And after that, the competition starts. Uh, the first, we have three walks on stage, three chances to move on to a further like final. And the first walk is in a cocktail dress where you have to introduce yourself, say who you are and what state you're representing, for example, or city or whatever pageant you're at. And then for the Miss US Nation Ambassador one, I had to represent California. So I had to say, hello, my name is Andrea Dragoy and I'm Miss California US Nation. I'm really happy to be here in front of you all and all that. And then second one was in a bikini for my age group. Uh, for teen, for example, it's in athletic wear. And um, for the third walk, it's in a nightgown with another uh, question on stage in front of the whole public. 
And after that, every girl goes in the backstage until they all coalesce again, and then the results come out. How many girls were you competing against in this pageant? I would say around 40-something. Okay. That's a lot. Do you is Was there one question that stood out to you that you were asked during this competition that was the most challenging and or your favorite to answer? I liked all of them because I feel like every question has its own purpose. But um, I like what makes you unique. And I also like the question, what do you want to do in the future to help other people? Perfect, because that was my next question. Uh, so, so moving forward, what I guess we'll start there. What do you want to do in the future? To, to help other people or just to how do you want to use your voice as a swimmer, as a human, as, as, as a beauty pageant participant and, and champion moving forward? Moving forward as a beauty pageant contestant, as a student athlete, and as a normal student at a college in California, I want to inspire everyone to go follow their dreams. I want to help young girls build their trust, build their confidence and not be afraid and not run away from their daily challenges. I want to help people with disabilities learn how to swim because swimming has a lot of health benefits and I want to create a club and uh, promote this and of having like pageant, having a name from pageants would help me gain like clients and would help me have them and would allow me to help them with their own disabilities and make them happier as well and other than that i would say stop bullying because it's going every single way in every college every high school and people it's really sad to me because children just downgrade themselves just judge themselves instead of being happy in their own skin in their own body in their own no matter color ethnicity race like, I wish that my voice could inspire these people to stop this. And I wish all these young female athletes or young female students would just follow their heart and believe in themselves that they can do whatever they put their mind to. Because that's what I did. Like, at first, even now, like everyone is, how can you be an athlete and a model at the same time? Like the criteria criterias are so different because for an athlete, you have to eat a lot. You have to eat a certain amount of calories every single day. And then for a model, you barely have to eat as the industry says, but it's changing nowadays. And I'm really happy that they're promoting body positivity instead of shaming everyone. And I want to help promote it even more because I hate seeing girls at a young age, struggle with their body and how they feel in their own body. Beautifully said. Thank you for saying that. I think there were so many great takeaway messages in that answer. Um, and thank you for your time, Andre. I really appreciate you, you sitting down to talk with us. Do, I think you've said, you just said it all in that last statement, but do you have any parting thoughts for our audience before we sign off today? I would say have fun with whatever you do in life. Enjoy life. Enjoy every single moment because you don't know what could change, who you could lose, who you could win. Like 
just live life, live it to the fullest and believe in yourself. You've been listening to the Swim Swam podcast. Stay tuned for new episodes every week. You can take Swim Swam podcast on the go by subscribing on your favorite podcast platform. Look for links in the description below and be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more videos as well.